tuned into Psychic Parrot, the podcast about amazing animals and the strange power of pets with Al and Fred. Alright, <clears throat> hello and welcome to Psychic Parrots. And I'm Fred, with me is Alistair Goodwin. Say hello. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. I'm a, not a monkey. <laughs> You've been out doing some research, uh, and it's the happy tree hangers. Uh, we're gonna go deep, deep, deep under and into the apes. lives of apes. Yeah. yeah, not monkeys. There not monkeys. No mention of the word monkey. Up, up, up. Because there's why is why is this such? A, why why do people find such importance of the, to the distinction between that? Like uh, I don't know much. So what's the distinction? Why do people find it important? Um, well, I guess it's certain people find it important, but it's something to do with how their shoulder blades rotate. Oh yeah. That's what distinguishes a chimp from a monkey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's most. That's like that's sort of the difference. Um, but there's two types of apes. There's lesser apes, which are gibbons and saimangs, which uh, reside in Southeast Asia. And then there are the great apes, which are the gorillas, the bonobos, orangutan, and chimpanzees. How do you say orangutan? Orangutan. Yeah, see, apparently there's no G in it at the end. Orangutan. Orangutan. <laughs> Without the G. It's Just so hard to say. <laughs> um, I also found out yesterday that Danish people, the word for apes in Danish is menskeeba. <laughs> menskeeba. Which means people monkeys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy to find that out. I don't know why that's funny, but it is very pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not if you're Danish, but I love Danish names for animals. <laughs> Neshorn, meaning horn nose, is rhinoceros. Yeah. Well, it makes more sense than rhinoceros. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, I guess it's Rhine? from the... Rhine? It's from the Latin rhinoceros, meaning nose horn. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but let's save that juice for the rhinoceros episode and, uh, and talk the, about the apes. The Danish language episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what do you th- what's a group of apes called? A gang? Either a shrewdness or a troop. A troop? <laughs> With E in the end? No. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Not U-E, a, troop. A, <laughs> no. <laughs> like an army troop. Yeah, double a, O. Yeah. Okay. But I thought shrewdness was a good one. Shrewdness. Like, to be shrewd yeah. is to be sly. Yeah. Or savvy. And yeah. so, yeah, I just thought that was a weird one. Apes. Oh, I forgot to mention this is the dinner party fodder said <laughs> That this is the dinner party fodder section. Ah. Oh, never mind. I did this in. <laughs> Now time for the dinner party photo section. <laughs> Let's hear it. So all apes have four blood types, A, B, A, B, and O, like humans. So theoretically, 
although they haven't really tested it out, you could get a blood transfusion off a monkey. Oh, not off a monkey, off an ape. A great ape. You have some ape blood in there, uh, little fella. <laughs> <laughs> so this, that's not a myth. This is Mr. Bananas. He's a, he was your, <laughs> your donor. <laughs> He's not happy about it, just so you know. <laughs> Bonobo chimps uh, and not, do not kill each other. They're one of the few chimps that have a lot of fighting. That doesn't and have a lot of fighting. That, mm. No, that doesn't fight so much because they're really into sex. All right. And there's a lot of sex between females um, together and males together. And it's that's uh, how they hierarchy themselves just by outperforming each other. No, it's just like they have, I suppose, the equivalent of bonobo lesbians and bonobo uh, oh. gay men. So not in a group setting, that's not what you meant. Yeah, but they also do have group settings. Yeah. Well, this isn't a group setting. Like, So if they're, if they're about to have some kind of like large amount of food, it's been apparently recorded that they have orgies as well. Ooh, after or before? Before. Before they eat? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. They just get excited by the thought of a filling. It's a very George and Seinfeld. <laughs> Just hedonism, eh? Yeah. The, the Romans of monkeys. Yeah. Or chimps, apes, bonobos. <laughs> That's what I think in my simple mind that apes are just like, not, yeah, hedonistic, but yeah, just like, yeah, they're just so strong willed and they just go for exactly what they want to go for. Yeah. Some weird way, <laughs> more than humans. <laughs> You've been influenced by the Jungle Book. I guess so. Yeah, it came from <laughs> young age. And they're the one of the only animals seen giving oral sex. <laughs> what kind of is it? Orangutans? That's bonobos, the sexy yeah. monkey, or oh, sexy the, ape, the sexy ape. Okay, well, that's our short dinner party fodder. That's a, yeah, I mean, it's, enough, oh, it's enough to get you through at least half an hour of that's dinner the party. First, that's the first thing I'm going to say when I get a dinner invitation. <laughs> Sometime next year. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> and now, my newest uh, segment. It's pretty much it's off, off the idea that this is news that apes would also be interested in. <laughs> Ape news. Yeah, current affairs, current events, ape news. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? A spotlight on apes. Oh, ape. What's it called, that one? Apes Around uh, the World. Ape, it's Ape Hour with Ted Nugent. <laughs> um, so, ape news. A new database has been drawn up and suggests that there's around 18,000 illegally traded great apes. 800,000? 1,800 monkeys are being traded illicitly around the globe. Oh, it wasn't wasn't (laughs) 800,000. I just heard you there. (laughs) No, 1,800. But it's still quite a lot. Yeah, I guess because they're like... Mm. I don't know. But this is only ones being traded across borders. Okay. Yeah. So domestic... Ape holding isn't counted. Yeah, they don't know about domestic ape holding at this stage because it's a secret. How did they find that number? Well, because... Are you uh, smuggling an ape? A great ape. Uh, Well, they probably catch them and they're like, what's this suitcase full of bananas? 
And what's that noise? <laughs> like, this isn't it, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your hairy baby is actually a baby gorilla. <laughs> Your mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Just dress up a gorilla like some sort of American frat boy. Yeah. Be like, what? You coming at me, boo? <laughs> Just like slouching in a hoodie with like a <laughs> iPhone or something. Just like, yeah. wow, boy is hairy. Heavily sedated. <laughs> yeah. Shave them, I suppose. <laughs> oh my god. I never want to see a shaved tape. <laughs> Well, would you know? There's that book about uh, shape shape. Yeah. Would you know? <laughs> Food for thoughts. <laughs> maybe I'm a shape tape. <laughs> yeah, maybe you are. <laughs> I find what you're saying very offensive. <laughs> um, Kalu, the Congolese chimpanzee, has recently uh, lost his fortune. He was set to inherit forty million pounds off this uh, very nice old lady called Patricia O'Neill, ape lover, ape lover, or lover of apes and other animals, but, but particularly yeah. this guy. But particularly this guy, and she got but it fell through. She got swindled out of her money. Oh. Um, uh, so Carly was no longer. Going to, or they say he will, he will, he'll retreat, he'll receive practically nothing in the will. <laughs> so he still gets Just something. A couple of cases of bananas. <laughs> Just enough bananas to get him through. And a couple of bits of factoids on uh, Bubbles the monkey, or the. Sorry, I keep saying monkey. Bubbles the <laughs> ape. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbles, you know Bubbles. Short refreshment, I heard. Michael name. Jackson's. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, monkey. I was thinking. So apparently, he's still alive. Yeah. Well, um, no. No. Oh no, no. I'll, we'll get to that. I I can't remember. <laughs> 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 I have this time. I've written notes, and at the end of them, it tells me. <laughs> I'm gonna stop asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the script. So uh, Bubbles apparently tried to take his own life after Michael Jackson died. That he was self-harming, and also the so the primatologist, really famous lady Jane Goodall, mm. who's a, instrumental in ape mm. PR, yeah, public relations. Um, she said that she thought that Bubbles had been uh, punched in the face and kicked in the stomach while living. By the Neverland Ranch. Ape abuse. Ape, he was not a happy monkey. But even less after. Yeah, he was unhappy to leave, but he was also unhappy while he was there. Huh. Bummer. Yeah. Which is a shame. It's all and falling apart, huh? Yeah. But there's a movie coming out about him. About just bubbles. Just about bubbles. <laughs> made by I'm Tiger. I'm going to see that and not this leaving Neverland thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bubbles' perspective of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tiger Waititi. What what kind of um, ape was Bubbles? Was he one of the sexy apes? He was a chimp. He wasn't a sexy ape. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not my it's not my cup of tea. But <laughs> all right. 
I'm going to refrain from more puns on that stuff. Sexy hips. <laughs> Never told you that information. No. Anyway, I have, if we're on this, like... Sexy uh, ape topic? No. <laughs> okay. News. News of the apes. Today's ape. <laughs> Planet of the world. Planet of the apes. <laughs> News. Um, in Norway, so I'll fill you in on the background of this. Like, when I was a kid, uh, a, uh, a chimp came to Norway. A chimp baby. Mm-hmm. And this couple uh, in southern Nor- southern Norway took uh, care of him and it was filmed a lot and uh, he became very famous got his own song and, really? Uh, Can you sing any of it? Yeah Här kommer Julius som alle vil se Han svinger seg i toppen av et tre Han vil så gjerne opp og se på stjernene Og Julius vi Åh Vi venter på dig. Yeah, that's you know so, all of it. <laughs> pretty much. This is how popular this ape was. Yeah. Um, and he was really adorable, uh, little star baby ape. So I, like, you can draw parallels to um, the Home Alone star. It's, it's that yeah. kind of ape, like really cute as a, a kid, and then they're just like souring up and just in the corner in the yeah. animal zoo, like the 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 one zoo in Norway. That has him, and he was like the star attraction, and yeah. his like fame dried up some sometime during the nineties. And there hasn't been anything on him except him being a grumpy ass, like for the last fifteen years. He would be. But here comes the new story. So suddenly, like, there's news about um, someone had thrown a ball uh, into his cage. And uh, he drank it, and it was narcotics. Hey. So he got smashed out of his mind, and like, I've seen <laughs> photos of him, and he looks like he's the most paranoid being in the globe, and he's like chewed on his hand, and like total craziness. Wow! And that was like one of his things was that he loved to like uh, unscrew cola bottles and drinking it. So that's how they made him uh, do it. Mm. So the cops in, uh, arrested like five teenagers for poisoning him. Or where did he get the narcotics? Or what? Do you know what the narcotics was? No, I don't. They never said. Uh, classic but Norwegian, just narcotic. Yeah, just a general mix yeah. of all the pills in the closet yeah. or something <laughs> like a grandma's place. Uh, <laughs> monkey acid. I knew this would come in handy. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it's really like, yeah. That's wild. That's yeah. such a dick move. Who the, who does it's that? It's horrible. I don't know, five kids. That's a weird... Do. But who's the ringleader of that saying, hey, uh, hey, it's it's a good day in Oslo. What do we do today? <laughs> well, I have a bag of narcotics. Let's go feed it to that chip. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Good idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that... Yeah, there must be... Must have had some bad stuff and just wanted to get rid of it. Black, I don't know. Black it's metal, I reckon, is to blame. Uh, probably. Norwegian black metal. <laughs> probably producers of electronic music or something. Yeah. <laughs> I blame the parents. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, so that was newsflash from Norway. That's amazing. Back to the show. <laughs> but <laughs> but that, that makes sense because he would have, for the first year, like this is when people have chimp pets in their houses and they hang off their 
monkeys. This is a prepubescent chimp. Mm. It's still in the kind of happy and diapers. Age. Diapers was a big as, seller. Yeah, as soon as they hit um, maturity, then they yeah. go and get locked in a cage because they go. Like, they're know, crazy. They're, they're wild animals again, and yeah. they're just big fangs and gonna mince you up. Yeah, and just so much stronger than humans as well. Mm. Yeah, six mm. times. Six times stronger. A, a chimp. Is that a gorilla or a chimp? A chimp? A chimp. Just a chimp. Oh my god. Six times stronger. They're just so small and bundles of uh, muscle. Eh? Yeah, I should have gone, I think. Bundles I mean, of muscles and frustration. There'll be apes part two when I'll go into the kind of uh, <laughs> ape statistics because I guess they do have some superpowers. Their superhuman strength is yeah. quite phenomenal, but that's not, that's not for now. No. This is more about the mind. The mind of the ape. Of the ape. Yeah. I keep saying monkey. An um, ape listening to this would be so offended. And I know there's a lot of apes out there listening to our current <laughs> current event section, yeah. etc. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Jingles. Hello, Bubbles. Hello, uh, Mr. Muggles. Coconuts. Yeah. Ape Lincoln. And <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I can't just sit here thinking of eight puns. I'll stick with Abe Lincoln. And Little Peanut. <laughs> little Peanut. All right, let's hear it. So, this is teaching apes to talk. Ooh. How far have we got to making an ape talk? Well, when I saw Congo, the movie, in like 99, they'd gotten pretty far, so I guess that's where they are now in 2019. Yeah, I think they might have hit the barrier. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they might have a technical barrier, but mm-hmm. I guess maybe with their quantum computer or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pray for Mojo? Is it that Pray level? Pray for Mojo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, well, it's, it went, maybe you're a little bit past... No, no, actually. Definitely not past Mojo. <laughs> the Simpsons dive, eh? Every time. Mm-hmm. Time for the Simpsons moment. Um, so, teaching apes to talk. I'm yeah. going to run you through a couple of uh, scenarios. So, we had Vicky. She's a chimpanzee. And from the 40s through to the 50s, uh, she was raised as a human baby with these two people, uh, Keith and Catherine Hayes. Um, and she could say, Mama. And with much difficulty, she managed to learn the words papa, cup, and up. <laughs> Not down. Yeah. Unfortunately, she died at the age of seven of viral meningitis. Seven. But three words, actually. Papa, cup, mama. Like, not signing. This is vocalized. So, hmm. it's not bad. Um, and then we have Washou, who in the 1960s noticed that chimpanzees would gesture a lot and thought that maybe he should teach them sign language. And so in 66, he started working with Washoe and by the end of it, he knew about 250 signs, which isn't bad. So, And he could make combinations, like give me a sweet or... And then the trainers would use sign language back or just blabber in English no they'd bla- sign back at him okay just all sign signing yeah yeah he was the first uh, ape I mean his son so his son learned how to sign 
from him. So Washoe taught his son how to sign. Ah. Yeah. That's evolution, isn't it? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Hmm. So you teach it 250 words and then it teaches another monkey, but it's only because it's like, give me a sweet or I want to go out or something. Uh. Because it's just saying, hey, if you want a sweet or you want an orange, then mm. do this. And they give you an orange. <laughs> idiots another visual joke for an audio platform um, so then you have Chantek um, who was an orangutan and Chantek learned 150 signs and he was one of the first uh, monkeys to recognize, recognize himself in a mirror oh yeah? yeah which is quite trippy. So he was one of the first ones to become partially self-aware, mm. or at least aware enough to know that he was... Yeah, we touched this before in the... Not touching the glass dot, mm. touching the dot on your head Yeah, is the test. Like a pigeon. Like a pigeon does. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you're not quite sure that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the dot test... <laughs> the mind... <laughs> It's very complicated research. Damn it. I never... Oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> Maybe with its wing. Who knows? <laughs> I'll figure that out. Uh, next time, I'm going yeah. to tell you how they test pigeons for self-awareness. I want to see a YouTube video with commentary. <laughs> they give it hands. They give it these special gloves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like those baseball gloves, the huge hands. Yeah. Mm. And then there's Coco, the gorilla, who was famous for loving uh, kittens. Met, um, uh, met, and he, and he met uh, William Shatner. So he knew over a thousand signs. Thousand. And there we go. Understands spoken English. Whoa. So he's. How do they test that though? Well, they say something to him in English and see if he responds correctly. They mm. say, "Shave yourself." And if he picks up a razor and starts Start shooting, starts working. Yeah. It's like, Get no, back no, to, it was yeah. just a test. Get back to work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Down in the banana mines, eh? Yeah. Writing Shakespeare. Yeah. Get back to <laughs> Yeah, that's what he does. So, Thousand Signs, and they said that his IQ is somewhere between 70 and 95. Huh. Like a retarded person. The Forrest Gump <laughs> area. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe <laughs> a bit lower than Gump. That's going to be like Forrest Gump 2 is like Forrest Gump with the, a, a, an ape that's equally intelligent. and then A shaved gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> In the remake of Forrest Gump. <laughs> In a clown suit or something. It's all vague, though. There's no, like, people aren't backing these things mm. up so hard. Like, is there any, like... An ape is as smart as a six-year-old child or something. Yeah, well, we've got the gorilla that has the average IQ of a very dumb person. So I yeah. guess, like, I don't know. Um, but I guess a thousand signs, they're probably below... They're less than Chaser. <laughs> mm. They're less than the parrot that knows most words, but that's a whole different thing because they're just repeating. Yeah, they don't sign, mm. and they do make quick create sentences as well yeah. for their desires and wants um, and then there's Kenzi who's a bonobo sexy money sexy ape mm-hmm. uh, and they he he doesn't sign but he uses symbols to communicate 
Yeah, and so he knows 400 symbols, and he uses them to communicate like in almost a grammatical way for himself. Grammatical? Yeah, so he puts different symbols down, like banana want I, or Mm. I want banana, or whatever, like... Mm. And it makes sense. It's got like a deck of cards, and one's got a banana, one's got like the yeah. little tricycle. And yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you want that? Are you sure? This is what you want, Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to kill myself? Stupid <laughs> monkey! Yeah. Ape! <laughs> you want me to go to hell and release you back into the jungle? <laughs> You know I can't do that. Oh. No, that's a shame. But um, he now wants going to go back to his home. Now for spotlight on talking monkeys. This is the wild end of monkey human communication, mm-hmm. and this is the story of Nim. And Nim was a chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. And so in 1973, an infant chimpanzee. Uh, started living with a human family as part of a Columbia University psychology experiment run by a guy called Herbert Terrace. Um, the goal of the project was to see if Nim Chimpsky, a pun on Norm Chomsky, yeah. could be conditioned to communicate with humans if he was raised as a human in a human house. And he so he says the premise of the experiment was to treat him as much like a human child as possible and give him the nurturing of a human child in order to see if he would behave like one. And it was quite striking. There wasn't an investigation into what chimpanzees actually were or what they're like. And the wild animal comes out in him very quickly and no one's prepared for that. <laughs> so a woman... So it starts... So he's moved into this house. Yeah. And he, so he's moved in with How his old? family. He's just a baby, literally yeah. ripped from his mother's arms and given mm. to this lady called Stephanie Lafarge, yeah. who was quoted as saying, I know nothing about monkeys or apes. <laughs> he was, she was just a student of this Herbert guy, mm. and she didn't really know how to... She knew how to sign, but not well. So he moves... Nim moves into a New York brownstone mm. with this sort of hippie family, the Lafarges. They have seven children. <laughs> And live in Just Manhattan. Blasting Jimi Hendrix and yeah. seven kids on a chimpanzee just rocking around the floor. Yeah, crazy. Hey, watch that guitar, man. But one that's a complete baby. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So her, one of the daughters, Jenny Lee, who was 13 years old, uh, remembers her mum raising Nim alongside with all of her siblings. Um, and her mum got real attached to the chimp. Um, and even breastfed him throughout the stay. Yeah. So, uh, and apparently uh, the husband, whose name was Weir, didn't like the situation. He got jealous. And no, Nim got jealous. Like Nim used to just rip his books apart and just fuck with him. (laughs) Um, And, you know, bite him and stuff. And so he wasn't super happy about it. So Nim needed diapers and bottles and needed feeding. Um, the daughter recalls it was odd he was a chimp but at the same time there was kind of a normalcy about it (laughs) that he was just included in the family right away (laughs) while Jenny and her siblings went to school Nim was supposed to be learning sign language and eventually like researchers came over and taught him sign language skipping out out back smoking cigarettes or something 
Yeah, well, more or less. Um, and then Nim would play with the kids and mimic them uh, when he when they got home from school. But then he became uh, more aggressive because he grew up, obviously, and no one really knew what to do. Um, and so she says it was really the biting that became a big problem after he was a year old because it was painful and it can draw blood. With human babies, you can teach them not to do that, and that was not something that Nim was able to learn. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So you can teach a dog not to bite, but not an ape. Yeah. They'll just keep doing it. Well, they don't care. It's an yeah. ape. I'm six times as strong as you. Yeah. Stupid human. Stupid human. <laughs> One day I will have my planet. <laughs> <laughs> so during this time, the mother would party with Nim. Nim was smoking joints, apparently, at this time. What? And drinking wine. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that bit of information. <laughs> I knew Nim would just be like the misfit and just like, I'm different from everybody else, man. I don't belong here. But there was also talk that allegedly she was like lying around naked with him and stuff and just doing some, watching him masturbate and just weird stuff because he's obviously turning into a teenager. Uh, And he's not shy like human teenagers. So she was real attached to him. Um, Allegedly. Um... (laughs) During this time, he learned some very basic sign language, um, but obviously was still a chimp. And because he was just biting way too much, they had to let him let him go. So then Nim left uh, the ha- the family's home and moved into heaps of different places. From fostered, oh, yeah, fostered all over the place. Ended up in some horrible research laboratories and medical facilities, and just bounced from mansions to and like. Like they almost pretty much gave up on the project at some point, um, and so horrible things are going on for him. Um, and so in 1977, when he's back in school, and apparently he hated school. Back in school. <laughs> so he's he's now been gone from one caretaker to another, and ultimately ended up back being part of a research project. Mm. So he's learning sign language again, but he's not enjoying it because he's not living a great life he's just in a cage and learning stuff yeah and apparently he would sign to uh, he would sign to get out of class all the time saying that he needed to go to the bathroom <laughs> is he just sitting there in a room with all the humans yeah they're just trying to yeah it's just a bunch of dudes trying to teach him and he's just going everywhere um, and then so in 1977 Nim attacked one of the people who was taking care of him and pretty much ripped her face off um, and this is when uh, the experiment was over. They said no more. Right. Um, but uh, allegedly as well, people were a bit disappointed because they were like, well, we're making progress. Like, it's only one person's face. Like, they'd got him up to 125 signs. Yeah, well, there's still a long way up to the guy that knew, no, the ape that knew Thousand, though. But that was, that was maybe later. Yeah. So, ultimately, he ended up at this really grim research facility. Mm. And, like, if you think about monk, or, sorry, ape research, it's only up until, like, some, some places, like, still going on. Mm. Testing vaccines and diseases and anything you can think of being tested on apes. Still? Yeah, like, still very recently. Mm. Um, these sorts of... Uh, he, what could be tried on a human is being tried on a monkey or an ape. Mm. Um, so then, but Nim's lucky that he gets to just do experiments with language because he doesn't have to yeah. 
be injected with horrible things. Mm. Um, and so there's this guy called Bob Ingersoll who was working, or had been a graduate of the University of Oklahoma. He was working at this uh, primate facility and he met Nim. Um, and he said, you could read fear and apprehension through a facial expression in his body language. And, um, it was very distressing to him um, and we were really worried about him and we spent a lot of time with him making sure he was eating and drinking and not being picked on by the other chimps because he's never been around other chimps. He's always been around humans and now he's being made to go to monkey jail. It's the ultimate misfit, huh? Yeah. So this guy, Bob, uh, starts uh, using sign language to comfort him and then they just very quickly became friends. Mm. Um, and he said he liked hanging out with them. Um, and so they would take walks around the facility um, and even occasionally smoked weed with him again. Um, so, he, yeah, this is, he was introduced to marijuana earlier when he was living with a family. And he was on, even in the High Times magazine in 1975. <laughs> <Nim>. <laughs> the rock and roll monkey. And so to this, like, Bob Ingersoll guy, uh, he reckons that Nim signed to him, Stone smoke time now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he said that he knew that they sort of smoked cigarettes and stuff, but he'd never had a a chimpanzee ask weed. (laughs) And so he'd naturally smoke weed with this monkey. (laughs) All right, so I guess they proved that apes like may like to get high as well that's is it like dolphins like to get high and then apes like to get high yeah they have that um that fruit that you'll eat mm. that fermented fruit from that video yeah. on youtube yeah. amarillo what is it amarillo no i can't remember but that fermented yeah, fruit and then they all get rings of bell yeah <laughs> all the animals come together to get hammered together Different seen, animals. Yeah, all these different animals. There's monkeys and elephants and <coughs> rhinos, and they all come to this tree where the fruits are perfectly fermented, eat a bunch of it, and get ah, smashed. Animal party. Yeah. I wonder if they all knew it. Yeah, they must do, because they all seem to come at the same time. Huh. Unless it was one of those things that Disney did where they just forced a bunch of animals to get drunk. like the Disney? Myth- yeah, like the myth about the lemmings... You know how they say that lemmings run off cliffs? Yeah. That's not actually true. It's drunk lemmings. But there's a there's a film done by Disney. Yeah. Maybe not Disney. Maybe not Disney. Um, <laughs> allegedly, I don't know if it is. Ice Age? No. I'm pretty sure it's Disney. It's Doldles. And the film crew, because they'd heard about this and the lemmings weren't doing it, mm. just forced a bunch of lemmings off a cliff. And it's the film crew pushing lemmings off a cliff for this Disney informational uh, video. Anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) That is... That's a dark tangent. Well, so he's then moved um, to a medical research laboratory, but he gets rescued um, by Bob. So that's a nice little tale. His friend comes and rescues him. In a helicopter. Yeah, more or less. (laughs) (laughs) High security. He went in there disguised as a monkey. (laughs) Um, <laughs> and they've escaped together through a tunnel. Oh my banana! Quick, I'm going to dig a tunnel. <laughs> um, 
And so then he ended up finally at a ranch for abused animals uh, where he was finally a bit more happy. And so Bob Ingersoll finally says, chimps don't need to be with humans. They need to have a chimp life. So my own personal need to hang out with Nim or to walk with Nim wasn't as important to me as doing the right thing for Nim. Chimpanzees in captivity is just not where they ought to be. I hope that one of the lessons that we learn from Nim's life is keeping chimpanzees in cases is torture and mm-hmm. really plays havoc on their mental health. Amen. He died in 2000. And Bubbles is still alive. You just pulled that out of the hat. He's... <laughs> Bubbles is still alive. I forgot to mention it at the end there. <laughs> so disjointed. Oh my god. <laughs> what a shocker. <laughs> anyway, his death reminded me of Bubbles not being dead. So Nim got about got up to about the 35, 40 years old, did he? No, I think because he was born, this whole thing started in like the 30. 70s. So yeah. yeah, he got up to about 30. Mm. Um, but I mean, what a life, eh? Mm-hmm. Horrible. Crazy. Shall we take a pause? Let's take a pause. Let's take a pause. Let's take a pause.